This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. To my sister, she was like, I recently met a new friend. Ironically enough, her name's Taylor. I think she could be your future wife. So were you team Jacob or team Edward? I was team Edward. <laughs> Took a couple hangs, but then I ended up making the move. You made the first move? No she way. Likes, she likes to say that. It was tough being shark boy and being the actor kid. Usually when people are making fun of you or you're getting bullied in school, mm-hmm. there's usually a reason. And it's yeah. because you're doing something right. Leaving our first date, there was paparazzi. And there's 30 flashes see. going off and you can't see what you're, you're trying driving. To drive. So it's a very scary thing. What's up, dudes? And welcome back to the Unplanned Podcast. <laughs> I feel like that was pretty good. Yeah, that, that was, was great. Solid. You guys did a really good job. Thank you. <laughs> Today we are joined by Taylor Lautner and Taylor Lautler. That is crazy that you guys have the same name, by the way. It is. Does yeah. that get confusing? I feel like that's maybe the most common question, but I feel like for us, it, it just doesn't. Yeah. I don't know. Do you I, use I, pet names for each other instead of Taylor? So for each yeah, other, I, I I only call you Hun. I feel like yeah, yeah, yeah. We I, rarely... Unless I'm mad at him, it's Taylor. Or yeah, she something. only calls me Taylor when she's upset with or if me. He's not listening. I'm like, hello, Earth yeah. to Taylor. And our our friends just kind of have it down. We're either Tay and Taylor or Boy Tay and Girl Tay. <laughs> That's um, cute. But that we kind cute. of have just learned to respond to anything and everything. And is it Lautner or Lautner? So, <laughs> because we did our research and okay. we got confused. I heard you guys say Lautner and I was like, is everyone else saying Fair it Fair enough that you got confused because my sister likes to give me a lot of crap for this. Um, it is my fault that nobody knows how it's actually pronounced because <laughs> no. I never corrected anybody no. for oh. decades. No way. It is technically Lautner. What? But I just never in interviews or anything, stop somebody and said, uh, it's not Lautner, it's Lautner. And um, I just, once again, I just go with whatever. You're like, it's fine. I don't care. It's like tomato, tomato. I feel like it's like, you say it with a different, like, not accent. Yeah, accent. Lautner, Lautner, Lautner. It's all the same thing. And was that because like when you started, you were you were a kid, right? So yeah. you're you were probably maybe a little nervous to like correct some reporter or something like. Probably. Actually, you're saying my name wrong. Yeah, <laughs> I think when I was 11, like after Shark Boy and Lava Girl, I wasn't gonna tell people they were pronouncing my name wrong. <laughs> 11. Wow. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That must be crazy to like be in the limelight, to be in movies at such a young age. How did like how did that come to be? It originally started um through my martial arts when i was like six five or six i started competing in martial arts and then that became very competitive for me that was kind of my life um 
every month, once a month, I had a tournament in a different state that we were traveling for. Um, and when I was eight, seven or eight, I met my karate instructor and he was in the entertainment industry. He was actually the blue power ranger for a couple years. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> and he was the one who like brought up the idea and was like, have you ever considered acting? And me and my parents were like, no. It's like, I think you'd be really good at it. And for a while, we were just like, appreciate that, but I'm good with school, karate, football, baseball. Like, we got yeah. enough going on. We lived in Michigan at the time. And he kind of just kept pushing the agenda. And eventually, he was like, why don't you guys come out to my house in L.A. for a summer? Stay with me. Mm-hmm. I'll get you an agent. You can go on some auditions, see how you like it. And if it's not for you, it's not for you, and that's fine. So we eventually took him up on that offer and came out here for a summer, a month. Um, And I, yeah, that's kind of when I fell in love with it. We went back home to Michigan, and my parents were like, so what do you think? And I was like, I want to do this. And they were like, that's cool. Okay. And we did it for a couple years from Michigan, and then, of course, that became exhausting. And my parents had to be like, all right, if you really want to do this, we have to move to L.A., Whoa. And yeah, parents were and family crazy supportive. At 11, we all packed up and moved to LA for this crazy dream. What? Wow. Was that when you got, you already had the offer for the movie? No, no. I, so I started like auditioning from Michigan at eight, then moved out here uh, just after my, ele- no, just before my 11th birthday um and i think we're out here for about six months and then i got sharp boy and love girl wow wow which was very quick like it's that's extremely fast you hear a lot of no's in this industry before you you know start hearing yeses so i was very lucky to have gotten my first like lead in a feature film six months after making the move that's crazy. Yeah. I got a I got a nerd out here for a second. When I was a kid, I thought Sharkboy and Lava Girl was like the coolest movie ever. And so I feel like little Matt would be crapping his pants, like realizing <laughs> he's he's with Sharkboy, uh, you know, on the podcast with Sharkboy. <laughs> uh, just to clarify, do you no longer think it's the coolest movie ever? I do. I okay. actually, no, I actually do still think it's the coolest movie okay. ever. <laughs> just it making just, sure. It does something to kids. Like it just, it hasn't gone away. Like our friends' kids yeah. watch it with like the same. And I mean, I was, I was a kid when it came out and you bought the DVDs with like the blue and red. Yes. Like, yes. I was going to ask you, did you yeah. watch the movie as a oh, kid? Yeah. yeah. It sucked me in. It, it just has it this ability to just in, like. Yeah pull kids in and like any still today yeah that was how long ago almost Um, 20 years ago came out in 2005 that's pretty unique for a children's movie too Mm -hmm. yeah like it has a cult following it really does (laughs) it really does and that's was was that your first like that was my first yeah first first thing that anybody i mean before then i i did do some like things that were fun that nobody would even know of like I like did voiceovers on Scooby Doo and what? Danny Phantom and uh, I saw that in your credits, Danny really? Phantom. There's some yes. random things in there. A couple television Charlie Brown movies, um, but yeah, nobody Cute. would really know that. And then from there, you ended up doing Twilight, which was a huge success. Did you did you think when you were starting in that in that movie, did you think it was ever going to get to this the size or get the publicity that it ended up getting? No is the short answer. 
so after, I mean, it's funny in this, this chapter, not a lot of people know is like, I got shark boy. And then right after I did shark boy, I, I got cheaper by the dozen too. And I kind of did those like almost back to back. That's like my favorite and movie ever. It's a good one. <laughs> it was fun to film. It looked like a blast. Yeah. Even at the end credits, I always watch those like blooper parts. I'm yes. Like, this looks like so much fun. I need fun. to watch. I haven't yeah. seen that one in a long time. I don't remember. But anyways, it was off to a hot start. And I was like, wow, this is easy. Right, mm-hmm. like I just played a superhero, and I'm acting opposite Steve Martin and cool. Eugene Levy, like yeah. And then after that, I um I went through a dry spell where for multiple years, let's see, I would have been thirteen and cheaper. Um, and then yeah, and then I got Twilight when I was sixteen at some point. So at least three years of couldn't book a job. Um, wow. I was I was going to school. I was in high school, um, and I, I I just couldn't book a thing. And I was playing football in high school, and I kind of like came to the conclusion in my mind that if I didn't get anything by the end of the school year, whatever it was, mm-hmm. I was gonna hang it up um, and just really? focus more on football and just you know regular kid life things. And then. I did have these two auditions that came in at the same time, or I screen tested for both of them at the same time. They were on the same day. I was screen testing for um, a huge Disney movie starring opposite The Rock called Whoa. Journey to the Center of the Earth. What? And I was like, this, if I get this, my life is made. Career change. Definitely not giving up on acting. This will save me and I will. this will just propel me to where I can't believe. And on the same day, I also was screen testing for a movie I never heard of that my agents told me was based off a book series and it's about vampires and it's called Twilight. And I was like, meh never heard of that i I just want to get the rock job so (laughs) i I did the screen test for both movies on the same day i left i called my agent i was like yeah i mean both seem to go well i i really you know the twilight one would be fine but i really want that rock disney movie Mm -hmm. and a couple weeks later uh, my agent called me and they were like we got good news and bad news for you i was like what they're like, you didn't get the Rock Disney movie. And I was heartbroken. Aww. Like, but you did get this Twilight thing. And I was like, okay. They're like, I'm telling do you. It. <laughs> They're like, I'm telling you, Taylor. Like, this thing is going to be big. And I was like, okay, I've never heard of it, but I'll believe you here. <laughs> so the answer is no. I did not see it ever becoming yeah did you do your research before your audition like did you read the books you know not before the audition (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah before before filming yes and as soon as it was announced that i got the job i was still in public high school um i couldn't like go to school anymore and i i hadn't even filmed the movie yet it was just announced that i was going to be playing this role and overnight i'm in class and people are like recording me in the middle of class Wait, what? and i'm like what is going on i don't even weird but there were apparently were twilight book fans before wow the crazy <laughs> yeah how did how did that affect your childhood like having people recording you in high school and uh being in movies that i'm sure other kids were like oh my gosh it's shark boy like 
Let's go get a picture. Like, how did that affect you as a kid? As a kid, it was cool and all positive and great going through it. But then during high school, it was tough because I was just known as that kid from Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Mm. And the old, when I was a freshman or a sophomore, like the older kids would just make fun of me all the time Aww. for that which I mean we talk about this all all the time on our podcast like usually and I you know you, you see this now when you get older and can look back yeah. on that that usually when people are making fun of you or you're getting bullied in school mm-hmm. there's usually a reason and it's yeah. because you're doing something right yeah and people are just jealous of that yeah and rather than trying to better themselves it's you know, easier to try and tear you down. Mm -hmm. So we talk about that a lot on our show. It's just like, if anybody out there is getting bullied or in school, just getting picked on, it's probably means you're doing something right. So just know Mm -hmm. that in the back of your head. And looking back on that, um, that's what was going on, but it was really tough in high school because I actually, it was, it was tough being shark boy Mm -hmm. and being the actor kid in, in school. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. They're totally just jealous. Like you were doing really cool things. I like to think that. Jealous of you. (laughs) For sure. If they weren't then, they are now. Yeah, totally. Totally. And uh, Taylor, Girl Tay. (laughs) Girl Tay, I love that. (laughs) Girl Tay, that's that's cute. You guys are like, you guys do Girl Tay and Boy Tay. Yeah, that's the easiest. Yeah. Yeah. But how did you, I don't know, you you didn't grow up in the acting world, did you? You didn't grow up with the limelight. Like, so yeah, what was your childhood like? (laughs) Very normal. Very, very average. Just grew up with my parents. Competitive dancer. I mean, yeah, I danced my whole life. But I mean, I also like played every sport under the sun with it. But it was just like pretty. It's just it was normal. Like there wasn't like the closest thing probably to the industry was like that random person that comes up to you in the mall and is like, you should get an agent. Like, I don't know (laughs) if you guys have this in the Midwest, but like at the malls here, when I was a kid, there would be people that would like come up to you and be like like try to like sign people's kids yeah they like would be like agents from like agencies like modeling agencies or whatever is that a scam or is it legit no people actually do it well probably both probably both it probably started off not a scam and then probably people figured out that they could get away with it (laughs) but that that was about rem our dog remy the puppy yeah she got scouted yes. so when no we, way <laughs> it's his proudest moment when we first <laughs> when we first got her that's so funny you said that when we first got her we were out somewhere going to eat and taylor was ordering food and i was outside with her um and this guy came up to me and he was like does your dog have an agent and i was like excuse me he's like this is real does yeah. your Dead dog serious. have an agent oh my You're like, god yeah talk to our people yeah. i was like excuse <laughs> me people. he was like your dog does she like does she have an agent does she do work and i was like no he's like you really need to get her one like she is so pretty like she would do great i know a buddy of mine who has a dog and he just did this commercial and made this much money they make so much money off just of some, his dog just some guy <laughs> chatting to me and tell it was so random but he was like does hysterical. your dog have an agent i was like that's the most la thing Only i've ever LA. heard oh my god <laughs> they think that's gonna be your guys's claim to fame yeah, yeah. Were, were you were you a fan of the Twilight series by chance when you oh, were absolutely young? Okay, yeah, I read all the books. I was a big Twilight fan. So were you Team Jacob or Team Edward? I was Team Edward, <laughs> but I always say I was too young for the abs. Like I wasn't like really? into like hot yet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't into muscles. I wasn't in, yeah. I wasn't into like a hot bod yet. What were you into like the RT? The I don't know. Yeah. Not that I don't know. 
Oh, I don't know. I feel like I was too young to even figure the pale out what I was. White skin. Yeah, I wasn't I mean, allowed. I my friends could watch the movies, but my parents wouldn't let me. <laughs> I actually wasn't allowed to watch them either. Really? I think I was only well. My yeah, so my mom and her like she had a what's it called book club, and they read all the books, and my mom let me read. She let me read all the books besides the last one because there's like the last one has like the whole sex scene or something. There's something that's like a little mm. sketchy in the last one, so she like didn't let me read that until like. Until I was in high school? No. Until eighth grade? Hmm. I don't know. I know there was like somewhat of a restriction. Uh, not as big as <laughs> a restriction as your restriction was. But that was just on the book. But then all we the movies. We were very sheltered. I was like one of the, <laughs> <laughs> I was one of those people that would go to the movie theater and like do the marathon. So like before a new movie would come out, they'd that. play the other ones like in sequential like order. Like when the fourth movie would come out. The People, night before, they would play one, two, three, and f- or one, two, and so three, yeah. and she would go watch those. Oh yeah, and then watch the fourth one. Yeah, that's you, crazy. That's yeah. so unique. There, you don't hear about that happening. I don't think that happens anymore. Anymore, like people sitting through four movies. Yeah, back to yeah. back. No, yeah, nothing has had the that kind of chokehold on like humanity. Yeah. yeah. On the drive over here, Abby disclosed to me that she was indeed. Team Jacob. Even though I was not watching the movie. Somebody. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I'm pretty sure I was Team Jacob. I definitely, I thought like, and I still think you're very cool, by the way. I keep saying I thought you were cool. I still think you're very cool. Thank you. I appreciate but, it. No, like, I was like, that guy is cool. Like, he, yes. he looks so tough. I don't know if I quite put the connection together of like, Jacob was Shark Boy. Like, I don't know if I. Yeah, a lot of people too. still, I guess, don't. Like, I just got a TikTok. Like oh, yeah. A couple months ago. Um, and I've only made two TikToks. Um, I, I really need to up my game. But when I, I, one of my TikToks was a Shark Boy line. And so many people like commented, mm. like, what? The guy from Twilight is Shark Boy? And I guess a lot of people don't, <laughs> don't know that. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm super impressed, by the way. You've only made two TikToks and you're already at a million followers from two TikToks. Thank you. So (laughs) consistency is always my problem with social media. Yeah. Also joining late. Like I got Instagram. Yeah, you were late to Instagram. I never got anything before Instagram. And then Instagram I got in like 2016. And Mm then TikTok I got in 2023. Like last week. Yeah. A month ago. Yeah. If, if oh, that. you didn't even have it. It's not like you just weren't making them. Like you just didn't no, have it. Didn't I didn't even. Have have, it. I got one at the beginning of COVID, and then my phone was like glitching, and that was when it was like, "Is China breaking into our phones?" And I was like, "I don't know what's happening oh, here, gosh. but there's a lot of glitching going on on my phone, so I just yeah. deleted it. <laughs> gotta get rid of this." And I was like, "I'm not even really on it that much. It's gotta go." But have, then <laughs> I probably got it like the beginning of the year. Yeah. yeah, at the beginning of the year, I was like, "Okay, we need to." Yeah. Have you guys seen those? Talk. <laughs> have you seen those TikToks of people being like, "I love China. China's the best. China's my favorite," oh my and they gosh, like say no. it to their That's phone <laughs> to try to like help them on the algorithm. That's I don't know. So funny. So that funny. Is so funny. China's yeah. the best. I love so, China. <laughs> so we were I, we were listening to some of your podcast. Your podcast is very good, by the way. I feel like Thank it's you. it's like therapy. It's therapeutic. You guys are so chill and wow. very emotionally intelligent. Um, so love your podcast to squeeze you guys should go follow subscribe um i think you guys are on like every podcast platform right yeah um i hope so (laughs) we we were listening in and you mentioned i remember like i never watched like the vmas growing up but i had like i like knew kind of what it was i remember hearing about this crazy thing where like kanye west kanye west went up and like made an announcement 
at the VMAs while like Taylor Swift was getting was getting an, a, a, an award. I'm like fumbling up on my words right now. And <laughs> you uh, you were the one that presented the award to Taylor Swift, and you got you were mentioning that on your podcast. I was like, holy crap! Like you, that was something that you literally experienced firsthand. Yeah, that whole catastrophe. <laughs> I lived a lot of life back in the day, <laughs> including really that. That's and so wild. I guess did you even realize when that whole event happened did you even know what was going on could you hear what was going on no i think that was the main problem is i i couldn't hear what was being said Mm. so i just assumed that it was like a a pre-planned skit i was just watching from 10 feet back and i'm (laughs) just watching them from behind them and um i just i'm kanye west hopped up on stage so it must be a plan um obviously they're not going to tackle Kanye off yeah. of stage. So, yeah, no, I, I thought it was something that was planned and assumed everything was fine and dandy <laughs> until she turned around after and I saw the look on her face and I was like, okay, wow. clearly that wasn't planned. Yeah. Um, unplanned. Unplanned. <laughs> unplanned. <laughs> That's, That's hilarious. Nice. Yeah. But no, it was just, yeah, a bizarre moment. I actually watched your uh, your SNL appearance um, while we were doing our research, and I was really impressed. First of all, I think you were one of the youngest people ever to yeah. host SNL. So. At the time. There's been a lot of time that's passed since then, okay. so I don't know who's passed me, but when I hosted it, I was the third youngest. Wow. 17. Wow. It was terrifying. I'm sure. that's. I mean, the live aspect yeah. is... I can't even imagine the yeah. pressure. You're like, I got yeah. one chance at this. I, I was crapping my pants. <laughs> yeah. And he said no at first, too. Because oh, I was so intimidated. Wow. Um, I was very honored, but I was so intimidated. I said, I, I can't do that. So I, I declined it. And wow. then uh, the creator of the show ended up getting my number and calling me and, being, what? and just convincing me. He's like, you can do this. I was like, no, I can't. I was Aww. like, I can't sing. I can't dance. I can't do impressions. That's all you do on your show. <laughs> and somehow he convinced me to do it. And, and the comedy element is so hard, too, because comedy mm-hmm. is just yeah. so yeah. difficult. Yeah, it went great. I am. It's so one cool. of the things I'm the happiest I did. It was really? so yeah. cool. fun. I think yeah. me, too. Because like now we get to like show our kids that one day. Like, That's cool. Dad did this show and dressed up in these funny outfits. Yeah. And... We show our friends all the time. Oh, yeah. Friends of ours that haven't seen it, we'll just pull up one of the skits. It's fun. Yeah. Like what I did. Yeah. So you're living this like crazy life at this point with all these like very high level like celebrity status and stuff. And then you're just what are you doing at this point? <laughs> Nursing? So you're, you're five years behind me in age. Yeah. Yeah. So I, well, yeah. I was, so when I'm hosting SNL, you're 12. I'm, yep. I'm in Whoa. Eighth grade. See, isn't that weird? Like now it's totally your age difference yeah. doesn't seem like anything. But yeah. Like that, then yeah. you're like watching movies of him. Yeah. In my mind, still today, it doesn't like that's not him. Like it's just different. <laughs> yeah. It, like it's just you're a different person. I'm then. Junie from Spy Kids. <laughs> <laughs> no, but really, like, I, in my uh, mind, like, so many I mean, people yeah. are like, how, like, how does it feel, like, to be dating someone, like, from, like, it was, yeah. like, my favorite, like, I had a Twilight themed birthday party before, like, I, like, really? loved Cute. it. Really? And, um, people are like, how does that feel? I'm like, honestly, I don't even, like, even when I met him, I didn't even feel like that, because he's just mm-hmm. so, like, down to earth, and just, like, chill she also just doesn't care about celebrities it's like eerie 
Like, either dude either does abby so like when chillest it's crazy when we were living in hawaii the whole entire like hype house pulled up to this gas station and i was like crapping my pants like oh my gosh like these these are the people like these are this is the the freaking hype house i yeah. have been watching their videos when we first started tiktok because it was like the dream for me i was like this yeah. would be so crazy to do social media and for it to be our job yeah, yeah they and, were the top of your industry yeah and i wanted to go say hi and i was so nervous and abby was just like abby was like are you seriously gonna go say hi to the hype and i'm like do you not even care right now like <laughs> abby just is just like they're just some people you know like i don't know so that's funny that you're yeah. the same way there yeah. is some celebrities that if i was like in like the same room as them, I would make you go up to them. Who? Actually, um, a girlfriend of mine was just at a restaurant and Jason Siegel was there. I would make you go up to him. Really? Yeah. Okay. Listen, How I Met Your Mother. Oh, she's obsessed with that show. I've <laughs> never seen it. Or she's made me watch. But I love him as an actor, though. He's yeah. He's done some really great stuff. That yeah. was one I just thought of. I love you, man. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> okay, noted. If yeah. we ever run into Jason Siegel, I'll... Yeah, sometimes I'll make you go up to it people yeah. mainly it's him being like him being a fan of someone and i'm like babe go 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 say hi go say hi he's like they're not gonna know who i am i'm like they're gonna know who you are go up to them it's oh true. my goodness that's usually how it goes yeah. down they don't know who i am I'm like i think they probably do <laughs> i'm gonna go with over there i'm so curious how you cross paths though because yeah it seems like you weren't in the same circles at all so when he moved to michigan or moved from michigan he moved to the same city that i'm from and we literally live 15 minutes apart parents still live 15 minutes apart but we didn't know each other but his sister is a year younger than me and we went to opposing high schools and like kind of knew of the other because it's a small town so like we knew who the other was but we weren't friends she goes to school in nashville one of my best friends goes to school in nashville they become friends roommates and i had gone out there to visit my friend for her birthday and met mckenna uh there just like randomly out one day and then they came home for Christmas break and then I met her at my friend's house again for the second time at like a girl's night. And apparently after that, she called Taylor and was like, you need to throw a game night. I just met your future wife. Like we need to yeah, get her so over my there. sister set wow. this whole thing up. Wow. She knew. Yeah. She's like, you need to throw a game night. I'm, I'm famous for throwing we, game yeah, nights. Yeah, games are. Very good game <laughs> nights. So next time you guys come over. I love games. Ooh, wait, okay. which games do you guys like to play? Um, our go-tos, especially at game nights, are running charades. Never heard of it. Um, Mafia. That's I've fun. played that a few times. That's a fun one. Um, but that's kind of like an end of the night, like mellow, Ooh, like yeah. turn all the lights off. Running charades is like a very high energy fun. You play different types of games than we play. You're like sitting around a table with cards. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's, yeah. A, that's a Midwestern game night. I oh. feel like. Uh, cards, like, I feel like Euchre, card... anyone? Oh yeah, do you guys play Euchre? I haven't heard <gasps> of Euchre. Wait. I learned Euchre, but it, I, I do not remember it at okay. all It's very complicated, right? We, yes, it, it's tough to once grasp. You, once you learn it. If you play card games, I feel like it, it's you'll easier for you to pick it up. You, yeah, if you like card games, you'll get it. Um, we like Catan. Yeah, Settlers of, of Catan. Have you guys played that? Uh, nope. So much fun. Very nerdy. We'll have to teach very you. Very nerdy. It's nerdy. <laughs> it's like, I'll trade you two sheep for one wheat. Or like, do you, could you trade me a rock for ore? 
It sounds so nerdy, but I swear it is the funnest game. And it is so nerdy, but it is really So it's its own game. You don't just use a regular deck of cards. No, you have to have You got to have the board. And you know what? We have the expansion pack, too. So we can invite another couple and we can all play. Okay. They have several versions, too. Like if you've ever seen Game of Thrones, they have a Game of Thrones Catan. Okay. Oh, wow. What's the end goal of the game? Domination. To have to get the most settlement. Actually, yeah, you need 10 points. So you could have the most... The longest road so plus settlements. There's like so many ways you can win, okay. which makes it complicated and you have to be strategic to win the game because someone could be under the table building the largest army and you have no idea and they oh. flip their cards over and you're like, oh, frick, they, they have the, the largest, largest army. army. Oh. And it's like, and they have the longest road. Oh my gosh. Wow. It's so weird that the goal of the game is to get 10 points when it's like such a complicated game. Right. But like- It sounds so simple. 10 points. Yeah, it's 10 easy. points. But First to 10. <laughs> you can, it's more about like haggling and bargaining mm-hmm. and Matt is- so shady I like to, with those deals. I like to bargain and haggle. He can't Some, be beat. <laughs> something funny I just thought of. You mentioned your sister connecting you guys. And I think I saw one of your sister's TikToks. Because now that I'm no, thinking about it. No, we definitely did. There is this, I want to say it went viral of like, uh, your sister's gender reveal for her baby, uh-huh. and uh-huh. and everyone in the comments was like, "Wait, was that Taylor Lautner <laughs> like in oh, this gender just, reveal like, video?" In the video? Uh-huh. Yeah, you're like a... you're just in there like giving That's your funny. your guess. Well, it's one of those videos where it's like. I'm your uncle, and I think you're going Do you to be... remember filming that? Oh, yeah. I remember filming that. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I ever saw the TikTok, but... Yeah. It's a... we, we well, like... all the comments were like, wait a minute. Is <laughs> that Taylor Lautner? <laughs> That's yeah. so funny. Like, I have like, to watch this now. Jacob? Like, what? <laughs> it's just, like, so funny. <laughs> That's hilarious. But your sister literally called you and said, I just met your future wife. Yeah. She she was like, I, I recently met a new friend. Ironically enough, her name's Tay Taylor. Um... And yeah, I, th- I think she could be your future wife and you should throw a game night, invite me and I'll bring, you know, a bunch of my friends over and Tay will just be one of them and you can just see what happens. Did nice. you know you were being set up at this Mm-mm. time? No, Ooh. no, I was just thought I was going over there for like a little game night. And it's funny because when she texted my friend Alexa and I, Alexa and I too, like ourselves were like why is McKenna inviting me to go because McKenna is like very protective of Taylor Very. and um, is she an older or younger sister six Six years years younger younger. oh wow Wow. yeah Yeah. um and so we were a little confused why she was inviting me because I'd only met her like twice and she usually vets people out yeah like like, oh really 10 years before she introduces them to me yeah so we were like that's kind of odd we were like but oh well like I guess she knows that i'm like a normal person and likes to play games so let's go why was she so protective was there ever something that happened where that like made her rethink her judgment nothing specifically i can think of off the top of my head maybe there was an incident or two but yeah i think just growing up with your brother in the spotlight like that she just was a good sister who was like also like wanting to just check people's intentions too i bet because uh-huh. i know she yeah also dealt for with herself that. yeah she wants to make sure people are being, are being friends her... to her yeah because of her yeah not just trying to get to that's her brother. good yeah yeah and she was very good at that yeah but for tay she let her right in she did has that ever been an issue for you have you ever had people that you got close to just to find out oh i think they just oh, wanted I'm to be sure. my friend because they because i was in the twilight series because i was jacob i was shark boy like yeah, I think I've... I feel like it was almost a blessing that 
like Twilight happened when it did in your life because you didn't really have that many friends because he was kind of like an outcast in high school. So like it, it wasn't like he had a bunch of these friends and mm-hmm. like was in the popular crowd and all this stuff. Like he didn't really have friends. And then it's true. I wasn't popular at really? all in high school. Really? Not and then he dropped out of, well, he finished high school, but left high school to go film these movies. So I feel like there wasn't like a lot of like friendships made and he moved out here too from michigan you weren't born here so so. i didn't have like tight close friends before like twilight happened so that kind of was like a a start of a new chapter of life for me but yeah i mean i i like to think that i've always kind of had just a good read on people Mm -hmm. and their intentions and some people you are fine being friends with, mm-hmm. but like friends with, yeah. And then people you're like, yeah. <laughs> people you're like, you know, in tight yeah, in your in. inner yeah. circle. I, just because somebody's like excited to to be around you because you were in a movie they liked or whatever, yeah. doesn't mean they're a bad person. Yeah. Um. Doesn't mean you can't necessarily trust them. It's just like different levels of yeah. friendship and how you know, much you want to give to them or let them in on. But yeah, I, I like to think I have a decent read on that. Was that hard making friends then moving out here, um, not having a close circle in high school? Is it hard to find people that were truly genuinely just there for you and cared about you? Yeah. Yeah. I think it was so hard that throughout middle school and high school, I, I never like did. I, I found, I mean, plenty of great people but I, I i like to say do you say this that i was friends with like a lot of people because yeah, mm. that's how i was but yeah. not like really close with anyone Ooh, like yeah that's totally me i loved people yes and just found a million ways to like all these different like uh, one lunch i'd hang out with the band kids the next lunch i'd hang out with my football guys the next lunch like the random goths like i didn't yeah. have mm-hmm. like my group that i was always with kind of bounced around do you find yourself just like talking to people like the person you sit next to on an airplane or the person driving your uber like, is that something you find fun because that's totally me like i just mm-hmm. love i'm bad at having those really close relationships but i have like i know so many people and just love to meet people well wait question do you even do that like since you are a celebrity like do you just go on like a commercial (laughs) flight (laughs) yes we definitely fly commercial and we definitely take uber x's (laughs) (laughs) is it like a do you ever feel like there's like a weird security risk or privacy thing with that there i mean yeah definitely yeah you definitely have um instances uh but it's just a way i feel like we go about it now it's yeah. just like different. And that was something I had to learn too. Yeah. Because I never had to. Yeah. I kind of want to ask you about like your transition into. Okay. So, game night. We were talking about game night. How did it go <laughs> from game night to marriage? There was five years in there we kind of missed. So I know you have a whole cover. episode coming out about this. So, for <laughs> yeah. all the details, I can tune into that. It'll be up by this point. Yeah. I yeah. want to ask you guys how you met, but I know you're also doing an episode about that on your podcast. So, like, maybe just a preview. You, yeah. I mean, that was no, it. That's game, it. The I, game night. The, the sister yeah. setup game night is how we met. And then, yeah, I mean, it kind of just went from there. It took Tay multiple hangs to realize that I was into her. 
Oh, I don't. Okay. Yeah, give, I had no clue. I don't make the boldest of moves. Okay, and I will admit that. That's my favorite thing about him. Um, <laughs> so it's not all her fault, but uh, it did take her quite some time to realize I wasn't yeah. just being super nice to my sister's friend. Yeah, mm. and I was just like very much. I think I was very much just not even thinking it at all. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, multiple reasons. One, I was just out of a relationship, so I was like, I'm gonna start nursing school. I'm not gonna date. Blah blah blah. But also because McKenna was like my new friend and I was like I'm not like I'm literally like not even gonna look at her brother in any type of way because like mm. I want to be her friend like yeah. I don't want her to think I'm using her for her brother yeah um she also was still team Edward I was still team <laughs> Edward was still... <laughs> I was let's be honest yeah so yeah it took a couple it took a couple hangs but then I ended up making the move and you were fresh... you made the first move she no likes, way she likes to say that no, no. way I, I I made it to here and then just wanted to be respectful and allow her, you know, I just didn't yeah. want to. Yes. So I, I, I feel like I did 90% of the work and then you, you, you did the final you closed 10%? it off. I did. I did. Okay. Yeah. What do you mean by I closing it off? the finish line for you. How, how did you cross the finish line? I kissed him. You, he did the all living and then he was just like right here and I was like, yeah, are we going to kiss? Oh, or? yeah. So you you basically allowed it to be her decision on like do you want to do it? so you're like face to face and then she yeah. could initiate the kiss. I th I think especially because she was like my sister's friend, a decent amount younger than me. I think that added to my personality. I was like I don't want to like do anything she like if she's not feeling the same thing that like that's a nightmare scenario me trying to make a move <laughs> mm -hmm. on my sister's friend and i think about that with my brother i'm like the brother sister aspect does make it pretty touchy yeah. and yeah. meanwhile i'm thinking like so our first kiss was on new year's but not like at the ball drop it was at like five in the morning but Aww. when the ball was dropping we actually didn't talk about this it's true you well, guys we'll have the exclusive um, <gasps> exclusive information i'm actually just realizing it why didn't we talk about that yeah. I guess it's not really meant to help. Glossed over. Yeah, we did. Um, so like at like we're watching the ball drop at Unplanned Taylor's. Unplanned exclusive. And <laughs> all of our friends are there. And he is like standing behind me twirling my hair. That's like what his thing. He like twirls my hair. Um, that's like his, not your nervous thing, but it just, I don't know. You do that. Yeah. But he was standing <laughs> behind me twirling my hair. The countdown's going on. And I'm like, okay, there's two options here. I can either just stand here and maybe he'll come around and kiss me or mm. maybe he won't. Maybe he's just twirling my hair because he is affectionate and that's what he does. Maybe he is just affectionate yeah, so to his sister's, stranger's, his hair. sister's friend. <laughs> Mind you, I don't have siblings and I was told that Taylor like is a lovey person. Mm. So I'm like, oh, maybe like he's just... I don't know. I don't have a sibling. I don't know how these things work. I, don't I was like, this. maybe he's just being nice to one of McKenna's friends. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know what I was thinking. Um, <laughs> just standing pressed up against behind you, playing with your hair. So that was my option one, was just to stay facing forward. Option two was to turn around and kiss him and then realize that he didn't like me and he was like, what are you doing? And then McKenna hates me and then the night is ruined so i chose option a yes. to just stay facing forward and didn't move and taylor didn't make a move so we just watched the ball drop Once again i thought was, my move like, was <laughs> thought my pressed up body against the you back of you pressed up against i me. was right behind you like hovering and you were hoping you were she was gonna kiss playing you. with her hair i'm like clearly she knows like i'm ready 
All she's got to do is like look at me and I'll pounce like a panther. LOL. <laughs> but that nothing. Would be the day. Just zoned on the TV. Very focused on the I was frozen. I was like, I'm drop. not moving. I'm not moving. If he wants to make a move, well, also because every guy I dated before him, like, like Taylor is nice about that. Like every other guy was like aggressive with like making a move like mm. that. And Taylor was like very sweet and like respected me. I think that's probably the biggest thing because you were very respectful of me. Was Which this was technically? Oh, sorry. Was this technically a date? No, this was just. I think I we never hung out one on one. People yeah. over for New Year's through like a little New Year's party. Yeah, I think mm. we'd hung out like four or five times, but all in group settings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I kind of texted a little bit. But for sure, yeah. I think there was just something inside of me that knew, but my brain wasn't like going there. Yeah. Like, I felt so comfortable around him, and, like, it was just, like, very, very natural. Hey, really quick, sorry to interrupt, but it would be really nice if you would just give us a like, a five stars. It really doesn't take much time, and it just means a lot. Yeah, and by five stars, we mean a review. But, hey, if you want to give us a four star, that's okay. We want you guys to be honest in the reviews. You can leave us a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening to your podcast. And, hey, share it with someone who might also enjoy it. Yeah, totally. Thanks, guys. Now, back on to the episode. You met as adults, right? Like, how old are you? Yeah. We, I was, yeah, uh, 20. Was there ever a part of you that was, like, still that, like, I don't know, teenager that was, like, I am dating Taylor Lautner? I mean, it, we definitely had, like, whirlwind things of, like, going out to, like, events and stuff and we're literally sitting next to justin bieber and taylor's like after is like why are you so normal like things of me literally sitting next to justin at an event and like i was like things like that that you would think would be like i would be panicked over but it was just like so normal like it just felt so i don't know i definitely did feel very fair fairy tale-ish when i went to go visit him in london because we after New Year's, like two and a half weeks later, he left for three months to go film a show in London. So like this, like we kissed on New Year's and I was like, okay, so this is something, but I leave mm. in two and a half weeks wow. to go film a show in London for three months. Wow. So we had to have that like conversation of what do we want to do when I go and do this? And yeah. we decided that we were going to try it and be yeah. exclusive after I left. Um, and I was like no pressure i know you've known me for max a month now but i would love for you to come visit me in london i didn't think she would i think that conversation was the first was like the only time like the celebrity aspect of you came into play because i thought he was asking me if he wanted to be exclusive because he didn't want to be like i thought he was wanting to like go and like i brought up the conversation i was like i'm leaving you're like, like yeah, we're going to see other people. Months. Yeah. Do oh, you yeah. want to be yeah. exclusive or no? And in my okay. mind, I'm wow. thinking that he is like wanting to be like, that's why he's Whoa. saying it because he like lives like, I think that, that was I'm re- wanting. No, that, no, I'm you're wanting to, wanting to be. Yeah, be. correct. You're not wanting to yeah. be exclusive. Oh, yeah. okay. You're wanting to be like completely single going there. Right. Whatever. And I just like didn't give an answer because I was like, I don't know. What do you want to do? Meanwhile, that you were just wanting to be exclusive and you were wanting me to say that, but I had yeah. no clue. You were exclusive from that point then, though? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you had been, you had just gotten out of a relationship. Taylor, had you been dating at all? Like, what did that look like for you at the time? I had not had 
I had not had a serious girlfriend in a bit. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I had been trying the dating thing, but had not had a girlfriend in a while at that time. Gotcha. So I was ready. And were you thinking of marriage or were you just thinking of, hey, maybe this, like, we'll could just see where this turns into or what this might be. But like, what was your kind of goal, your end goal with the whole um I definitely, I wasn't thinking marriage, but I think at that point I, you know, subconsciously was at the point where I I wasn't interested in dating just for the fun of it. Yeah. 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 I would only date somebody if I could actually see a a real future with them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And was this, when this all happened, was this right before you took a break from acting? Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. When I went and did cuckoo in london when she visited that was the last project i did wow in a few years yeah so yeah the beginning of our relationship was the end of acting for that stage wow yeah Yeah. i think it took meeting her for me to realize like there's more to life that i haven't been yeah um you know paying enough attention to and that's kind of that was the the straw on the camel's back. Wow! Yeah. To me, wanting to take that step back so I could focus on you know other things. That's yeah. really cool. So was the was the relationship the main purpose for taking a break, or was there more to it as well? I mean, it it was the final straw. It my it wasn't the only thing like it wasn't i need a break from acting to date this girl uh yeah um but i think it just kind of made me realize it was like the final thing i needed to make me realize that there's more to life mm. than you know working back to back just all focused yeah. on you know the job yeah um, and i mean correct me if i'm wrong here but like me also being the first like normal person he's dated i don't have anything to do with the industry so yeah. like there's no like i just feel like he saw a different like yeah world of stuff you know like we come like he come home and i, I just talk about my day as a nurse and like yeah. all my friends are normal so like yeah. all like yeah. you know it was just like there was there he just Would really was realizing your family you know yeah. a very modest mm-hmm. home and have just a homemade dinner with her parents and it just was all super refreshing mm-hmm. yeah. uh, and something that I hadn't had in mm-hmm. a while. That's yeah. a very interesting dynamic, like mm-hmm. celebrity. And then, I mean, normal sounds bad, but like, I, I, I don't know why. I, love, <laughs> I know. I know. I don't, I don't mean you're it. Like, you're not like just normal. I'm like, no, but that. Even when I said that earlier, I was like, that sounded so bad. But oh that's gosh, not no. yeah. I said, what no. I'm trying to say, but like, since you guys both have like experience now like in both worlds like what are the major differences i'm so curious like are all celebrities like a certain way or or generally or i don't know i'm so curious about the celebrity side of things i mean there's definitely just like you just kind of have to like learn to do things different like leaving our first date or like one of our first dates there was paparazzi and they were like flashing and it was all like coming through the front of the car and like Whoa. we get is that it so weird for you and yeah, you're like this is normal i didn't know what's going on i just get in the car and taylor like we get in he like puts both of the sun visors down and i was like it's literally pitch black outside why do you do that and he was like it blocks like blocks your face like it blocks the flash and i was like oh, oh i never would have 
thought about that. Well, it's also in that instance, it's very dangerous because there's, you know, 30 you flashes see. going off and you can't see where you're, you're driving, drive. driving. And if you run over one of their toes, it's not their fault. It's yours and oh you will gosh. be sued. Yeah. So it's a very scary oh my thing. Gosh. Yeah. So, Things like that or like how we travel. Like yeah. he always gets the window seat and I have the aisle, which is because you need it. But also I'm, you can have the window. Thank but you, yeah, with like driving, like with a driver now, like he won't speak to the driver because like people will like, recognize his voice oh. or like the mask thing was the best thing to ever happen, I think, to celebrities because like they can just hide their face. But Very then they're true. still like in the middle of COVID, we went to the grocery store and Taylor's like whenever he goes out, he's always hat and glasses everywhere. Yeah. He doesn't like not wear a hat out wow. ever. Um, and he literally had a hat, sunglasses and a mask on. And we're in line at the grocery store and these two probably like 30 year old guys were behind us <laughs> and they were like, are you the guy from Twilight? I'm like, how do you, you don't even see his face. Like there's literally nothing of his that you're seeing right now, but they must have heard you talking. Yeah. That was like a, that same thing happened at, uh, well, we were snowboarding once. Oh, uh, you're like my whole face I had is like covered. a helmet, goggles, like, uh, like a mask, like no snowboarding. Mm-hmm. And everybody found out. And I was like, what did you see? The only thing you could have saw was my nose. That is the only <laughs> thing that was showing. They've your nose. Yeah, they were like, that <laughs> nose. I've seen that before. Werewolf. <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like that could be maybe why people get the perception like celebrities are like... I don't know, standoffish, yeah. like not wanting, but it's like yeah. you just don't want that attention. You just want to like totally. live your life. I can totally yeah. understand if you're just trying to go to the grocery store, you know, do something just to get out of the house and someone's in your face trying to get pictures of you or yeah. make up some story about you. That must be really frustrating. And it all just depends. It depends on your mood for the day. I was just yeah. going to say that. Like some days you wake up and you just are in a great mood and uh-huh. you're like, I... You I'll know. take all the photos. I'll yeah. talk to all the people. Yeah. And then other days it's like, I'm not, I don't feel like mm. speaking to anyone right now. So yeah, today, like, I don't feel like speaking to strangers when yeah. I'm wanting to do something normal, but some days you're totally fine with it. It really just depends. Yeah. We were talking off camera about you guys going to Mexico and there was a slightly sketchy incident where someone was like, like, Hey, come follow me to this back room. And then you guys were like, no. And you dodged, <laughs> you dodged the person. Uh, have you had other scary instances like that? Or just, un- just situations that make you just kind of uneasy? Oh yeah. Plenty. Yeah. Can you, I mean that airplane one for me. Yeah, she that, had like, a whole threw me into like a that has caused her now. What to, happened? I think oh, I'm gosh. a little better because we have been flying a lot. Yeah. Recently, I used to never dislike flying, but then I went through like this spurt. I'm still a little bit, but I went through like this spurt of like t- being terrified to fly and like Super anxiety anxious. every time. Yeah. Um, I we were I don't even where were we leaving? Mm-hmm. I see the airport, the one where we have to go up the stairs yeah. to. Anyways, it was a random small airport. So basically, like when whenever we're out in public, I am just like we I feel like I'm a little bit more heightened because I'm protective of Taylor. But I'm always looking at everyone. I can tell you every person Mm. in the room, what everyone's wearing, where everyone's looking like just because it's like if some people are like looking at Taylor, like wanting to like take a photo or go up or like film or filming him from afar. Like we're not going to walk that way. We're going to go the other way. Um, or like if he's having a bad day and someone's filming him, like I know to like how to position myself to like protect him. So I'm just very like hyper aware of surroundings. So it's like five in the morning. 
we're leaving somewhere. I don't know what the airport it was. is. It was a very early, like we had a 6 a.m. flight. So it wow. legit was like 4.45 at the airport. Yeah. And we had to do like another layover. And also the tickets had gotten messed up on the flight. So we weren't sitting next to each other. Mm. Um, and so I was like a little like not a little nervous about, about that. that. Just be also because I didn't want him by himself. Um because then I'm just thinking about him the whole flight. But anyways, we go through TSA, go through like the little scanny thing, whatever. And this guy, I see him like clock Taylor. And I'm, it's this big guy. Like, and what, he's probably like, probably like 6'5". Like just this big guy. He's wearing sunglasses. It's very early in the morning. And I see him like look at Taylor and I just watch him like stare. And then he's like, oh, like he, I, like, I literally see the whole process of him. Mm-hmm. Like, I know him. I know him. Like, oh, that's who it is. And so I'm like, I tell Taylor that there's like this guy that recognized him, whatever, just to clock it so that we're aware. Yeah. We like walk past him and he's just like holding his phone, like filming, whatever. Mm-hmm. A little annoying because it's literally five in the morning. I yeah. got lots of yeah. bags going on. Uh, I'm like, not now. Um, and then he just kind of keeps following us. But then he keeps like, I just, we walked past him and I just did not, I literally mm. felt like it wasn't good energy at all and i was just kind of creeped out he was filming us from afar which is fine but then he like kept moving closer and so he's like zooming in and i was like babe i'm gonna wave at him like maybe like he just wants a wave and taylor's like okay so like i wave he like smirks but then keeps filming and then we board the plane get on whatever we're like that was weird he left sitting on the plane again we're separated and then all of a sudden like i see him walk on the plane and i'm Uh. like you're joking me and come to find out he's literally two rows behind me um directly i'm like in the middle seat and he's directly two rows behind me and um i'm sitting there i'm texting taylor apparently he like was yelling taylor's name when he like walked on the plane on the plane he started like heckling me as he was passing me like in a negative way (sighs) what was he yelling just like an obnoxious way like like Taylor, what's up, man? Just like screaming mm. at me Weird. at 5 a.m. on the airplane. Yeah. And ev- yeah. literally everybody on the plane starts like looking. It's like, mm-hmm. who is he screaming at? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like not looking at him. And then he goes back to his seat, two seats behind her. And then we're sitting there waiting for everyone to board. And then I like out of the corner of my eye, I hear him talking to the guy that's in the aisle seat behind me switches seats with him and he comes up and he gets like behind me looks over me over my seat he's like taylor are you taylor dome taylor um like like just like starts like saying all this stuff and he was like either like filming or asking to take a photo and i was like i'm so sorry like not like not right now it was like trying to ask me questions Mm -hmm. and i was like frozen like this guy is so big he could literally reach over the seat Uh, and like strangle me and i've never been scared of like a fan or anything before and he was very in the airport he was very obnoxious and inappropriate Mm. just following us absolutely everywhere we went Mm. and we clearly were trying to get away from him yeah and he just kept following us kept filming us being so obnoxious comes on the airplanes yelling at me alerting everybody saying who knows what well i guess actually before he moved seats i i saw him come on the plane and i went up to the flight attendant and was like hey this guy on the plane he just came on looks like this he was just heckling my husband and i was she knew who taylor was and i was like can you just like make sure he's like not hanging around here like ignoring like or yeah annoying him and like 
just like yeah. keep an eye on that she's like oh yeah of course so and she she already moves. knew and then that whole thing happens where he comes up behind me and i'm like texting taylor like i was we were going somewhere for work for him and if we weren't going for work i would have walked off the plane i was like uh, like i started crying in my seat i was Aww. so nervous and i always say i was next to like two really sweet old men if there was a woman next to me she would have known like what was going on like i just Aww. feel like there's like the woman yeah. instinct of like being yeah. scared of a man but anyways Taylor, I text Taylor. I'm like, you need to get the flight attendant to come over here. They need to move mm -hmm. him. I'm like so scared. In the middle of them doing the whole safety instruction, and Taylor's like, I can't ask them. They're literally like doing yeah. the whole the life jacket and this. And then that ends. She finally comes over, and actually, it's not her. It's another flight attendant, and she's like, Sir, like I need you to go back to your seat. And he was like, Really, you want to make me go back to the middle? Like this guy was nice enough to change seats with me. I'm six five and needed to extend my legs. Like I have to go back to the middle seat. And the flight attendant looked at me and she was like, Really? Like you're gonna make him move? It's that much of a deal. And she looked at me and this was like the only time I've ever like had to stand up for myself. And I was like, I'm so sorry, but I'm not comfortable with him sitting there. Like I literally had to say that, which I've never had to say in my life. It's yeah. really inappropriate for her to bring you into it with him yeah. right there. Yeah. yeah. And then the other flight attendant who I talked to came up and she knew what was going on. And she yeah. was like, sir, we need you to move back. And like the whole flight, I just like was so uncomfortable and i could just hear him you talking i went to the bathroom and got up once and as i was walking back to my seat i like made eye contact with him and he like took a shot or something like he, yeah he also reeked of alcohol oh. i was gonna leave that part okay. out but this whole time he reeked. okay yeah so it was just like terrifying that was like the only like scary your fans are lovely everyone is so sweet but that was mm, like i was not a genuine fan yeah it was just a little it was a little scary so that that was probably the one of the only times I've actually genuinely like feared for like mm -hmm. life. I feel like there's just like a dehumanizing element that comes like once someone is like celebrity status or like yeah. Yeah. married to a celebrity, like where like that guy probably just like did not even see you as like yeah yeah a person yeah to, like and that's like something that you want privacy yeah. yeah and that's something that I feel like is still in adjustment and still like will be because like even when we were out to dinner for after our engagement we like went out to dinner. And, like, we're trying to enjoy our dinner, and Taylor probably took, like, four photos. Like, people, like, kept get sitting, like, yeah. being sat by us. And, like, meanwhile, I'm, like, flipping my ring upside down because I'm not wanting to, anyone to see my ring because, like, I we wanted to announce. Like, oh. it's just, yeah. like. want, like, articles to be written. Yeah, yeah. We wanted to, like, announce it on our own time. but yeah. And tell your people first. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. So, like, it's definitely, like, luckily, hopefully, we don't have any more changes. Well, I'll get pregnant at some point, but. That'll be easy Whoa, to hide because okay. I got baggy clothes. At some point. At some point. Bro, I want to talk. I want to talk. I did what it, yeah. Yeah, about that. But we should probably, we should ask them about their what wedding. What the heck is on your nose? What got on my nose? Has that been the whole What is it? Me? What? Did you not see it? There's like ink on your nose. Ink? Yes. Oh, I can't see it. You can't see it? Or didn't got it see it. Off. What, you got it off for me? Was it your mic? Maybe it was my mic. Is there ink on my nose? <laughs> I, I, I thought you were joking at first and I was I was about ready to play along with you and go, Oh, oh yeah, it's all over. But then I realized you were being serious. Like perfect little really? Okay, oh, then I, I didn't see it. But I was ready to thank you. get you. Thank good. you. I mean so not thank you. <laughs> Something I wanted to ask you is I just saw I saw that Tom Holland announced that he was taking a one year break from acting. I don't know if you guys saw that in the mm -hmm. media. Really? Um apparently he had like a really tough time with a, a a serious role he played in a recent i think it's an amazon prime he played um frick we were just talking about this yeah we love our crime murder oh that's abby series 
She listens yeah, to like same. Crime Junkie and all these true yeah. crime things. I feel like, she, yeah. The I'm like, are you plotting room? something? <laughs> the crowded room. That's it. Yeah. Apparently that role took a toll on him. And so he's taking a break from acting. And I was curious, I Taylor, as someone who's also taking a break, what would your advice be for him? Well, I respect his decision because yeah. he's doing it at a time where he's at an all-time high. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that takes uh, a lot. Um, it's much easier to take a break when, you know, things haven't been going perfectly. Yeah. Um, so I just really respect it and and would just encourage him to take whatever time he needs. I'm very yeah. confident that whenever he chooses to come back, he's going to have plenty of opportunities waiting for him because he's yeah. fantastic. So just, yeah, yeah, take all the time you need and just really respect that decision, at, especially at this point yeah. in his career. Yeah, that's so true. And yeah. you guys have been super open about mental health on your podcast, The Squeeze. I'm curious, was the break what you needed for mental health when, when you took it? For sure. Yeah, at its core, yes. Um, yeah. I don't think I knew that. Like, it's not, I didn't know. You didn't it go into it thinking, it, I need a mental health Yeah, break. it wasn't like I was like, oh, man, my mental health is struggling right now. I need to step back. It wasn't like that. I think it took the step back and the break to realize, oh, yeah, like, I do need to focus a little bit more on myself and mm -hmm. more on my mental health than everything else in life. Mm -hmm. So it kind of, taking the, the step back is what opened my eyes to the world of mental health. Yeah. Mm. Is it true that you guys got engaged in your kitchen? Yeah. That's so sick. Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, she always, I, I always, you know, we knew it was going to happen. And I, I always asked her, I'm like, what do you want? How do you want me to do it? Like, what kind of gesture is, you know, your dream scenario? And she every time was like, I literally, I don't want anything. I want, I just want to be engaged. Mm -hmm. And I don't. It took him a little longer than I expected. So yeah, I was like. Four years. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. Yeah, four years before engagement. Um, but, and she always, she always said multiple times, like, I don't care. Do it one night, like when we're having dinner in our kitchen. Like, that's all just an intimate moment between you and me. So, yeah, I did that. I, I, I like to say that I did it big in the kitchen because um, I got it all dressed up nice and pretty, mm -hmm. but it yeah. was in her kitchen. Yeah. That's sweet. It was perfect. And you had a pretty intimate wedding. Like, mm -hmm. was it yeah. huge? No, it was like just under 100. Yeah, like 90 people. Yeah. That's really cool. That also felt perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I did. I'm very happy with how all of that turned out. Yes, yeah. that's beautiful. Did you guys have your wedding locally? What did you travel for your wedding? Somewhat local. Yeah, but... it's like our weekend getaway spot. Oh, cool. Um, mm -hmm. We got married in a little wine country. Nice. That's about three hours. About three hours from where we live, and it's one of our like go-to getaway reset spots. Yeah. So we already had been going for four years, mm -hmm. um, and we loved loved it and it just felt so right we didn't want to get married like at a venue in a city that we would never go back to and see again for the rest mm -hmm. of our lives we, yeah, yeah. We not want... that there's anything wrong with that but yeah. we are just very like sentimental people mm -hmm. especially mm -hmm. him so we were like we want to go somewhere that you know 
we can visit again and like go back and like reminisce on everything yeah and keeping so, it small was that just for privacy sake and even like privacy aside yeah. i think it was just something that both of us just wanted like we had heard so much advice on like you know how stressful weddings can mm-hmm. be and yeah um you know we didn't want to be like meeting people for the first time at our wedding yeah mm. so it was everyone like even some of my friends that had fiancés or boyfriends they didn't get a plus one because like i uh, or taylor didn't know them yeah and all of my friends our friends totally respected that which we absolutely mm-hmm. love yeah um but yeah we just wanted to keep it like people that we knew and like yeah. i didn't have to worry about meeting anyone or him meeting anyone just like a safe yeah a safe space yeah people that we know very well trust are a huge you know a big part of our lives people that we know are going to be a yeah. part of our lives like we just mm-hmm. wanted it to to feel really special and no regrets it was truly perfect for us yeah something i really respect about you guys is even though you you know you're very well known obviously you know taylor you're a celebrity spy and kids and spy spy kids <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we we're making that joke <laughs> earlier um but like you guys have every re- reason to flex on people you have every reason to i don't know think of yourself as super super special but you guys are humble and you guys are real incredibly humble and, and like live very normal lives yeah and you've just treated us so from the second we walked in your home um you guys treated us with so much respect and love uh and i just think that's super cool mm-hmm. um Thank i'm you. i'm curious what i mean your life just seems so normal honestly like it <laughs> i didn't know what to expect like it is. Yeah. meeting meeting shark boy i didn't know what to expect <laughs> yeah but what's like, like a day-to-day I, like yeah probably less busy than yours you guys probably have yeah, much more definitely. crazy life than we do definitely i mean i also think we're able to like live a life like that because we do keep ourselves removed to an extent obviously like he still does stuff or will go to mm-hmm. things but i think it's just not putting value in those types of things which is a large thing we talk about all the time is like we find value where we put value and like we know our value between like us and our friends and our family and putting value in like what carpet you're walking or whatever like that's that's not where we find our value so i think that helps like normalize it in a way because a lot of the world that taylor lives in and now i've kind of been in in now isn't normal but Mm -hmm. when you just when you go about it as like oh like it's whatever it kind of it kind of helps normalize it if i'm saying that yeah i I think what i learned over the years and like including that step back that put everything into perspective for me was i think before um you know living all these incredible experiences you learn to think and believe that like that is success yeah Mm. like that mm-hmm. is where you find happiness. Like that is validation that you're doing things right. Yeah. And when, you know, when you're being invited on the biggest talk shows, when you're walking the biggest red carpets, when you're starring in the biggest movies, yeah, that is happiness. That is success. And, um, now, um, you know, that I've 
I feel like I have my head on straight and yeah. looking at things correctly. Like all those things are amazing and they're fun and enjoy them and soak them up and, you know, be appreciative for them. But that's not what is going to bring you true happiness in life. Yeah. Um, because if that's stripped away from you overnight, which it can be, it's not yeah. in your control yeah. fully. Um what's left what's yeah. left what left what's left in your life after yeah. that and are you still going to be happy um and i think i was putting too much value mm. in those things and the second those things slow down a bit you start getting down on yourself and yeah. feeling like you are a failure yeah and that's an unhealthy place to be did you ever have an identity crisis? Because I know when I was doing my research, I was I was blown away. You were named as one of America's most sexiest men alive. You were, uh, you were, I believe, the highest. You paid, married America's sexiest man. You alive. literally married America's yeah, sexiest I man. Did. <laughs> <laughs> Is uh, this so weird for you? Like you're like, that's my husband. 2011. That <laughs> that's great. Oh, well, wait, well. did you? Okay, were you nominated or did you officially get sexiest man alive? I believe for the. There's all different kinds. There's a lot of, of sexy uh, men. There's things. <laughs> there's a lot of sexy <laughs> men. It's true. There's a lot of competitions. I believe for the peoples, which I think is maybe the most talked about one, I think for the people's sexiest man alive, I was actually runner up. Oh, so to I, who again? Oh. See, I don't remember. I'm not 100% sure. Does that do something mentally to you? Like you're Again, eight? felt like a failure. Wait, to Wait, that? What? We were number two, though. Wait, so getting number two, you're like, oh, I wasn't number one. Like, <laughs> probably. I don't remember in the moment, but I probably was. See, I was like, thinking it would be the opposite. It was like, I am the second sexiest person alive. Like, I'm like, yeah. like Today, I would I'm be very thrilled about that. <laughs> I've, I've actually heard, I, I believe I read this somewhere, that like in the Olympics, the person that wins bronze is usually the happiest because like a lot of times it's someone who didn't expect to place and right. then they're just like so grateful and when you're at that high of a level if you don't perform you you have like all this to lose and it's scary like yeah. i don't want to lose this i don't want to lose this status yeah. i don't want to fail and oh. I, I mean like back to what i was saying earlier like did you have some sort of identity crisis at some point because not only that you i believe you were the highest paid teen actor in the world at one point i've read those articles <laughs> who knows <laughs> who knows yeah i guess they're just like you don't even, you don't know where they're getting those numbers from yeah <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I mean, but I think it's those types of things, like, that it's almost near impossible to not put value in those mm. things, where you mm -hmm. see that stuff being written about you, and you do have the world's largest target on your back, Yeah, it's almost like you can only fail, Yeah, unless wow. you just crush life out of the park over and over and over which is never going to happen yeah um you're gonna make mistakes you're gonna fail but when you're being held on such a high pedestal it's yeah. um it's tough to tough to hit that so it's easy to feel like you failed mm. and that's that's how i felt and yeah um but it's because i was valuing those things it's because i was like believing what these people were saying about me and that i needed to to do those things live up to it marrying tay was that just a, a breath of fresh air from all of that that is a, a good way to put it in a very accurate way yes i think it's exactly what i needed at that point in my life and mm -hmm. really opened up my new eyes yeah do you think you'll 
are you planning on going back to acting or well actually you did return you were in a netflix movie recently have you found new joy in coming back yeah that movie felt like the perfect thing for me to do um after the few year break because it was in the adam sandler family who i've worked with a few times before and and love them know everyone um so that just felt like a very comfortable environment yeah Um, so that was super fun and easy and you know just had a great time with that but yeah i think now i'm i'm starting to feel like I could be ready. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm going to play it by ear. Yeah. Um, I don't know how, re- like, I don't want to hop on something for nine months out of the year and yeah. leave my wife and yeah. life that I, you know, have spent a lot of time and energy creating over the last few years yeah. behind. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like I'm, I'm open if the right project comes around. That's really cool. And then and sometime growing a family. Yeah. Are you guys going to be having kids at some point? Some Girl point. Tang, what's at up? At some point. If I were to tell Taylor I want a child right now, he'd be like, great, sign me up. No I'm, way. I'm definitely the, the holder backer. Wow. She's, she's the one holding it up for sure. But I'm I'm here whenever she's ready. And how many, <laughs> like, how many I'm kids? I'm ready to do my part. <laughs> how many kids are we thinking? Ready to do my part. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I'm a team player. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Good job. Um, I don't know. Maybe two. Maybe two. Maybe more. I don't know. She was an only. I was two. Yeah. Um, probably three is probably the max. We'd have to move, so we're gonna run out. Yeah, of space earlier for them. downstairs we were trying to figure out which room would be their nursery. Ah. Yeah. Because <laughs> I want to redo the bathrooms, but then the bathrooms need the one that baby's gonna go and needs to have a tub. Because that would be easier to like bathe them in. Got mm. it. See, I don't think about these things. I'm a planner. He's not. Yeah. He's fits well in the unplannedness. <laughs> Abby's more a planner <laughs> for us too. I'm a planner. Yeah, more so than I am. That's the I'm... most ridiculous. Thing. <laughs> yeah, we're, I'm that's, a planner. That's why we named it the Unplanned Podcast. Um, fits and, well for both of you. And Tay, you're doing some really cool stuff with your um, nonprofit yes. uh, Lemon or Lemons by Tay. Is the nonprofit or it's the umbrella of? That's like the the bloggy umbrella part of it's lemons by tay that's was what you like, started with that was my was first mental start health blog. yeah left the hospital had i worked as a covid nurse so i had um that's incredible yeah thank yeah. you oh by gosh. the way yeah for being a nurse during that tough time yeah i don't i hate saying you're welcome i don't know what to say when people <laughs> say that uh Take a compliment. <laughs> but i'm horrible at that but i ended up having severe ptsd from working that so i uh. left the hospital and i was like i have this platform i want to be able to like do something good with it so yeah. i started a mental health blog that turned into a nonprofit, um and then that turned into our podcast the squeeze but yeah the nonprofit is going great so little baby it just turned one but now that we're married and business things are finally like starting to move i could finally like give it some attention we've done some fun little community events some walks and sound baths and there's a lot of fun things we have planned for the next year with it a lot of a lot of big exciting things yeah yeah in the next year coming yeah we didn't talk nearly enough about your nursing but like right when you got into that is when COVID happened right so i graduated did like fall of 2019 and then took my NCLEX in february of 2020 
and then gosh yeah was gonna go into surgery that timing that closed because of covid and then i was like okay i really want to work i just like i love nursing it was the first thing i was ever really like passionate about school wise never got a's in high school i was like sort of flying colors in nursing school and it was like the hardest thing but i was obsessed with it and i was like i got this degree i'm gonna apply to this one hospital that i really love during my clinicals if i don't get it i'm not i won't work in the hospital i'll just wait till covid's over and i can work at an outpatient somewhere ended up getting the job wow taylor was not super excited but he was very supportive of me it was a night shift job and it wasn't covid Um, originally it was just like on a cardiac floor and then we turned covid for like five months ish so that was yeah that was a very large adjustment but i'm like so thankful for all of that because like we wouldn't be sitting here doing this like we wouldn't have there wouldn't be lemons there wouldn't be the mm. foundation there wouldn't be the podcast yep. there'd be none of that without yeah. her whole nursing experience yeah so yeah you don't think you'll return to nursing probably and you found what you uh, you know that's a good question about i definitely couldn't go back to the hospital just because it doesn't like work with our schedule now that everything's back to normal i was able to do it during covid because no one was working everyone was home and it just mm-hmm. like worked um but I'm still keeping up with my license just because it's something that I love to be able to say and it's definitely a part of me. But I still like nurse in my head. I'm still I'm still the nurse of the friend group. Yeah. And if we ever need a nurse, it's but nice to know. One day. Honestly, it's great yeah. for being a mom, I feel like. There's yeah. a lot of things I wish that I knew that I'm like, mm. yeah. yeah. Even having feeding... babies, like, I don't know anything about that. I just... <laughs> feeding imagine. time is so scary. I'm just like so terrified With that choking? he's going to choke. Oh, yeah. And so I'm yeah. just like always like eyeing him. I'm like, oh, he's choking. And breathing? then I'll and then I'll go to like try to get something out of his mouth and I realize he's just pooping and he's holding his breath and his face <laughs> oh. is turning red. Like all Funny. the injuries that your kids yeah. will yeah. find themselves mm-hmm. with, you're gonna be like Yeah. Yeah. I will be the cleaner upper of and Taylor will be the player. That's there how you go. that's how it works mm-hmm. with our dogs. He deal. He plays with our dogs and I clean up the throw up. Yeah. Yeah, I do not do well with that. Yeah. And mental health is a very broad topic. Like what specifically, I guess, do you hope to accomplish with Lemons by Tay, with the nonprofit? What's kind of the the focused area of mental health? Yeah. I mean, luckily for us, it is very broad. Um, everyone always says like you need to have your niche and whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And even though mental health can be looked at as a niche. There is still so many topics of it, but that's something that I'm kind of thankful for is we're like on the podcast, we cover so many topics. Like, yeah, it just depends. Like I'm... literally from like depression to ectopic pregnancies to mm. death and grief and yeah. just like all of the things. It um, depends who are, we, we have a guest on almost every episode. We're starting to incorporate episodes that are just us, but so far we've had a different guest on every episode. It just depends what they're going through. Like they, mm, their mm-hmm. mental, our guests' mental health journey yeah. dictates what the conversation is going to be about that yeah. day or episode. Yeah. And I think my goal is just to continue, like it is definitely something that's normalized, but it's kind of like the next step. Like what, what does that next step look like? Like, okay, maybe you are like depressed or struggling with something. Like what's that next step Yeah, going with it? So just like supporting people and making people feel not alone as cliche as it sounds it's like so needed even like myself i need that to know that i'm not alone in something that i'm struggling with so yeah that's kind of the goal with it very cool very very cool i feel like your guys is like passion for it it just it shows and um it's like really cool and exciting what you guys are doing thank you thank you guys yeah yeah 
Well, um, anything, anything else, anything you guys want to add, anything you weren't able to share that you just want, want people to know. <laughs> um, I want you to know that I was shark boy, not Junie. <laughs> great. That's great. Wait, we got that now. We got it. That's cleared we up. We got it. There we go. I thought also, I was the only one that made that. Can- <laughs> also, I got to say, I totally didn't say it earlier. Cheaper by the Dozen 2 is like such a good movie. I saw it in theaters. You did? Yes, with my grandma. And I was like, this movie, my favorite. And we watched it on our baby moon with Griffin. Stop. The second one. We did. It was the second one. We do need to watch it. We've never watched it together. Really? I haven't seen it in at least 10 years we watched it last year wow because yeah, i love still that hold movie up. maybe we watched it's it good. tonight it's Done. really good it's a it's a great it? movie the i love whole, that movie. like the dog scene where they pack yes. the seat with the meat we were just talking about that oh, scene don't because... tell me. I, I don't remember okay i won't <gasps> the, the 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 singing where oh. the the murtaugh's family <laughs> Wait, is singing. Oh, remind me. can we sing it what is it the um the the there baker once was a man named michael finnegan had some whiskers on his chin yes he'll sing that randomly that's so the Baker funny. family singing that, and then we're like, mm-hmm. you don't remember yeah. what you're singing? No, I don't remember. It, but you it's remember the other people? Not nearly as fun as the Baker family. Oh my gosh, you were that had singing to be that so the other fun day. to film with it, all the it kids. It was a dream. Like, Do you keep in touch with any of those people or anybody from Twilight? The the closest person I am. Um, yeah, go. I was trying to think. Yeah. I, me and Allison Stoner from Cute. Cheaper were we, we, became, we did an episode with her. Yeah, she so she came cool. on that our podcast. That warms my heart so much. Wait, yeah. was she your like? Were you guys the couple? That was yeah, the, yes. the couple. Yeah, she was yeah. my love interest, and That's we so became cool. very good friends wow. after that. And our families became good friends. Wow. Yeah. Um, we lost touch for a little bit, but we reconnected with her recently. Yeah. And she's just an amazing human. Um. Also from that, I'm buddies with uh, uh, his name's Jonathan Bennett. I don't know what he played in that, but he was in that. Yeah. What? But he's more famously the hot guy from Mean Girls. Mean Girls. Definitely know that name. Wait, the hot guy Aaron from Mean Girls. He, we just met him in New York. We were at this event for the New Year's Eve ball drop, and he oh, was yeah. like, he was hosting, hosting it. it. Yes. Oh, and so funny. he was. We were doing a paid partnership with K Jewelers, and so, so is nice. he. Yes. I think him and his husband hosted yes. something there. Yes. Very very kind. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Oh my gosh. So yeah, he was he was in cheaper too. He played. He was the boyfriend Hillary Duff's of... boyfriend. No, Piper no, Parabos. The dad. Duff's they were like having a baby. Oh. I really need to watch this movie. You said a lot. That's he so was the dad. Like when she like he was like the panicky dad in the hospital. Like, yeah, they're going into labor. Yes. Okay, we need. To He's watch like this. the prote- protective fiance, like yeah. from it's, the crazy family. It's so funny how small the world is in the entertainment industry because we were just talking earlier about like I was saying you know I went to go see this DJ Griffin in. In Vegas, and you guys are like, yeah, we're friends with him. I'm like, what? Like, Damn. just how how close? Damn. How, how close the industry is? It's it's kind of cool to see that. Yeah, yeah. that it's is neat. Really- Seems like a, a little a, a little family. It works way. both ways, though. Okay, it either works like that, or it's sometimes we have people just assume that because we're a part of that world, we know mm. everyone. Yeah, and they're like. I also don't know anyone. I'm so bad with knowing people like in the industry. So yeah, someone will bring someone up, and I'm like, uh huh. Like I. But a lot of times, people just assume like they were talking about nannies or something recently, and they're like, oh, I'm sure you know plenty of nannies from all your super famous friends. I'm like, I don't really. 
Yeah, our closest friends are definitely not, not very famous. Well, and you guys are so down to earth too. Like I didn't know what to expect, but like we ate lunch between filming our podcast and you like took my plate for me, which I was just like, you don't need to take my plate for me. Like I can like put it in the dishwasher, but I don't know. You just, it, it wasn't like you had this whole, you know, team of people at your house. Like here, let me clean this floor and do yeah, this for no. you. Like, yeah. Eyes, I'll, eyes I'll give that to girl today. Yeah. yeah. She, she is me. Is, she loves to clean. Yes. Yeah. Also a great host. Well, it was an honor to have you guys on the podcast. Yes, definitely definitely you. go check out um Lemons by Tay or the Squeeze, the the podcast that Taylor Lautner and Tay Lautner um have together. Love yes. the podcast. Thank you guys should you. definitely go check that out. And you can also find them on Instagram, it's very TikTok now. To to. TikTok. <laughs> TikTok. Yeah, follow me. I yeah. promise I'll post more. One of these days he'll post again. <laughs> oh if you guys gosh. haven't already hit the like button and subscribe, that'd really help us out if you're watching on YouTube. And if you're listening on one of those handy dandy podcast platforms, give us a, a review. That would really mean a lot Come to on, us. Come on, people. five star, hit it. Five Do stars, it. like yeah. buttons, yeah. everything subscribe right now. All Let's the comments. go. And as always, this is where we get cheesy and say okay. peace out, dudes. Can okay. you guys okay. say it with yep. us? Yep. Three, two, one. Peace, peace out, dudes. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now, but I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR.